This is Liberal Amazon, a podcast supported by Group BBF, 15 years decarbonizing the Amazon, and Banco da Amazônia, moving the Amazon and your life. Hi, and welcome to Liberal Amazon, a podcast about the Amazon region. I loved writing this week's article about colonials. Seriously, it nearly brought me to tears to register that so many people are working together to defend and protect our animals. But first things first. The colonials of the Amazon have always caught the world's attention due to the high degree of species diversity with different appearances and behaviors, as well as for the profusion of animals on the region's beaches and rivers. The news spread around the world in 1885 when the English naturalist and explorer Henry Binks Miller went on expedition along the Solomons River and described the subsistence relationship between Amazonians and animals, reporting that every house had in the backyard a tank with a stock of colonials to be used as food. Professor Paulo Andrade from the Federal University of Amazonas has worked for 25 years in the area of Amazonian fauna conservation, focusing on turtles. He says that protecting them was not easy even in the 19th century. After all, in addition to being one of the few food options at a time when the Amazon was even more isolated than today, there was also the extraction of oil from turtle eggs used as a type of kerosene placed in lamps. Quote, it became something important in the region's economy and spawning areas disappeared, in addition to many animals becoming extinct. But in 1967, the Brazilian government created the Fauna Protection Law, prohibiting the capture and commercialization of animals from the wild. This is when the process of protection and inspection begins and stopped the widespread killing, says Paulo. However, the law does not completely prohibit the illegal trafficking and commercialization of turtles. These facts account for at least 1.7 million colonials still being consumed per year in the state of Amazonas, according to an estimate from a study conducted by researchers from universities in the United States and the United Kingdom in 2021. One of the authors of the research, Willanda Chavez, observed that By the time of the study's release, poorer families in cities are less likely to include turtles in their diets. Quote, Colonials are become a product for those who can't afford. It is a very valuable trade because of the price, which is increasing more and more. She says, remember that in Manaus, the capital of Amazonas, a single turtle costs up to 1,000 reais, which encourages illegal capture and animal trafficking. Paulo emphasizes that protecting turtles is of fundamental importance for the conservation of the Amazon. This is because hoofed animals are the base of the food chain of aquatic and terrestrial ecosystems, with most species feeding on eggs and young rich resources of protein and energy exclusively available in the summer and dry period. Another role played by Kelonia is that of seed dispersers, as they feed on fruits and move over long distance. Not to mention the imperative cultural value, which is also related to the fact that they are food for ancestral indigenous populations, riverside jewelers, and the human population in general in the food plain and Igapo regions, Paulo comments. He remembers it as if it was yesterday. 
1999, communities started looking for the Federal University of Amazonas to find out how to protect turtles in the region. It was the beginning of a journey for training environmental agent volunteers, initially aimed at seven communities. Currently, the project entitled Pedro Pincha is present in 122 communities and it has already released more than 9 million turtles into Amazonian waters. The process consists of identifying colonial eggs in potentially dangerous areas where they could be attacked or collected by traffickers. Later, the turtles are transported to a protected environment with a spacing of 15 centimeters between each nest. Then, the community registers the area of removal, the destination of each nest, of course, and the number of eggs. After these stages, it is time to wait for a period of 60 days for the eggs to hatch. But newborn turtles are not dumped into the water. The community takes each of them to the nurseries, where they stay for two months in order to grow healthy and strong, so they have better chances of surviving in the wild. On average, the chance of survival of a baby turtle put into the wild is of 1% in floodplain areas and 5% in igapó areas. But those turtles that grow up in nurseries have survival rates of up to 31%. After this process, it is time to say goodbye to the little turtles that are then released. And the release of turtles is a real event in several Amazonian communities. Antonio Joaquim da Costa coordinates the project in Santa Maria Goretti community on Lake Aimin in the municipality of Oreximiná in western Pará. He is fully dedicated to the preservation of colonials, but things were not always like that. He says, I was a very dangerous caboclo who used to invade turtle areas. I used to catch 11, 12 animals per night, but once we start to learn how to preserve them, we also learn to love the animals. Today, I'm part of the preserving team, and I'm always helping to monitor the turtles. After I learned about the project, I became a volunteer coordinator, and that's been 23 years. Now, in 2023, we have already released 63,000 little turtles into the wild. The coordinator tells that the community's growing interest in preserving is because so many colonials have never been seen in the region as they are now. He believes that without the preservation project, more species would have already become extinct in the municipality. Despite the population's engagement, Antonio considers that public authorities' inspection could be more effective. He told me that it is common to report illegal capture but to get no response. But seeing so many positive results, made people believe that it is necessary to defend the project. He states that protection goes beyond colonials, as Tambaqui and Pirarucu fish have more frequently appeared here. Our hope, he says, is to believe that the project will go on for the future generations. I strongly recommend you to check out the full article at liberalamazon.com. I love to write this article. There, you are going to learn about other great projects named Quilônios do Juruá, and also Thiago Itacarambi, who developed a game to gather resources to Quilônios preservation. And that's it for today, my friends. See you soon. Bye! You have just listened to Liberal Amazon, a podcast supported by Group BBF. 15 years decarbonizing the Amazon and Banco da Amazônia, moving the Amazon and your life.